Sports Mannix of Sports Illustrated. Let's say we get through this situation and are able to have playoffs. Isn't it ironic? Load management will have meant nothing. Yeah. Well, I bet if they do a back-to-back, Hawaii would still sit it out in the second <laughs> end of a back-to-back. But players coming back at this hiatus will probably be in the worst shape in their entire sporting lives. They're doing the same workout you and I are doing in our homes. If you come back too fast to a playoff-like atmosphere, I mean, that's how injuries happen. That's something the NBA has to think about very strongly, giving these guys enough time to work their way back into shape before you throw them into a high-intensity playoff situation. Craig Bowlerjack, if you had to be quarantined in a two-bedroom apartment, right. who would you rather be quarantined with, uh-huh. Harpering or Big T? Big T. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't any hesitation there, no, Bowler. that was quick. <laughs> yeah. You know why? I think because I saw how T responded in OKC, and the guy was cool, calm, collected. All right. I don't know how it'd be with Harps, you know? It'd be uh, a little scary, I think. Two-bedroom, did you say? <laughs> yeah, two-bedroom. Two <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm better than one bedroom, let me tell you that. So. True. True. <laughs> yeah. Two-bedroom, one bath. One, okay. Two-bedroom, one right. bath. All right. All right, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll stay with the Some friends of mine asked me to play baseball, and they were a year younger, so they told me I had to bat left-handed, and uh, I hit a grand slam. Not a chance. I still, they, listen, I swear to you, this is true. Not a chance. I swear. You guys have trust issues. You know, I wonder I why. I got a letter from Casey Case. I said I'm a fan. I did get an invitation to go to the Playboy Mansion. I got taught how to play polo by Juice Newton. The stories that I tell are 99.5%, 100% factual. He's our good friend, David Locke. I want to run five points of positivity by you to see if you think this would work. The first one is positive affirmations. Number two, focus on the good. Number three, meditate. Can we talk pick and roll? And Can I do geeky stat stuff? And I did a podcast for Locked on NBA. It is all geeky stat stuff. I was like, I got to just go back to it. We're talking basketball. I had several basketball questions for you, David, but somehow we got bogged oh. down. Wait a second. Wait a second. I'm trying to help out. Eeyore over there. I'm trying to do the opposite. I'm trying to be Mr. Yeah. Sunshine. Yeah, all this advice. <laughs> I need advice like I need a pair of six-year-old twins and a three-year-old running around my house while I'm shut in. Yeah, that's hey, what I need. Hey. George Niang with us here on The Big Show. As you reflect back on what you've experienced thus far in the season up until two weeks ago, what identity has formed around this team? How would you describe that? I think the identity that's formed around us is we're a team. We may not have the most talent, but I think all together, when we come together as one, we can be the most talented team. If we continue to do things as a team, I think it's tough for anybody to beat us. When we're clicking on all cylinders and the ball's hopping and we're playing as a team and we have each other's back defensively, I think we're a really hard team to beat. Utah's best sports radio is on the Zone Sports Network. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is... And it's time to kick off Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Is everybody ready? Everybody's working for the Let's get rolling. This is the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. 
Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Sounds of a pretty wild week right there. Brought to you by our friends at RGS Exteriors. They will improve the curb appeal for your house with James Hardy Brickstone and Stucco Exteriors, along with Soffit, Fascia, and Rain Gutters. Check them out at RGS Utah Siding. Dot com. Jake Scott here at Vivint Smart Home Arena. Gordon Monson, social distancing from home. Gordo, how are you? I'm fine today, Jake. How are you today? I'm good. I'm good, man. Things uh, nice, sunshiny day out there. Still a little brisk, I guess. But uh, you know, no life. Is, life is uh, is good. There were a few snowflakes coming down just a few minutes ago. Oh yeah. It was interesting waking up to a to a little snow. What was it yesterday morning? I was like, "Wow, this Mother Nature is throwing a lot at us these days." Gordon, that's uh, happening. Sp- spring in Utah, man, it does change pretty quick on a dime. Yeah. So everybody good though? Family good? You enjoying yourself? Every- Everybody's good here. Hope you and your family are doing well, and we hope all uh, Austin and his family and all our listeners. We hope uh, folks are hanging in there. Uh, through these times that are definitely different. Maybe, do you think at some point we'll get into a rhythm with this? Uh, do you think folks will uh, find a way to uh, just sort of be able to get through it a little a little better? Um, a little better, maybe, but I, I don't know. Things change uh, so quickly on, on a daily basis. I don't, I don't know how easy it's going to be to get into a, uh, a routine because this is all so out of the ordinary for everybody, and we're in close quarters, and I don't know if it'll ever you know turn routine, Gordon, but maybe, maybe. Fortunately, well, I mean, just for the time being, I'm not seeing this as a permanent state of affairs, but for you and me, we can continue to work. Uh, some folks out there finding that difficult to do. Those who can work from home, that's uh, really a blessing. Uh, but some people uh, are, are struggling right now uh, financially, and so we hope uh, we hope those folks can find find a way to get through this uh, in a bridge kind of way. You know. Yeah, no doubt about it, and it's why I'm I'm glad that for the moment anyway we're we're allowed to or certain businesses are allowed to continue, and we try to keep the wheels turning as much as we possibly can in these trying times. And um, you, you know, here on the station, we're going to start doing more interviews with folks out there in the uh, in the community, uh, what they're doing, what uh, what services are still uh, still available. Today, we're going to talk to the owner of Cafe Rio, so that's uh, coming up at uh, 3:50, I believe. So stay tuned for that. And, you know, it's it's just important that we do what we can to support one another. I, you know, not not to get political, but it's probably a good thing that that bill got uh, signed today uh, from the federal government. And maybe some folks will, will get some relief that way. Certainly small businesses, it sounds like uh, they're going to get some relief as well. And so that's good news. And we just need to continue to to. Um, you know, get through it. But isn't it isn't it funny how life just uh, kind of goes? It's so much more short term now, right, Gordon? We're kind of all living our lives hour to hour, day to day, as opposed yes. to you know, kind of the the long term. But uh, it, it's an adjustment. I don't think I I'm going to get used to. Maybe some folks well, out there will, but I, I I would see myself having a tough time getting used to this whole thing. No, no doubt about that. But uh, maybe living minute by minute, day by day, is a good thing. You know, that aspect of it is good to take advantage of the moments that we have in the moment 
And uh, so I, I don't know. No, we just that's, wish, the, we, that's the great irony of this is we should be living that way when things are good. Right. When things right. stink. I just mm-hmm. wish time would pass already. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, we certainly wish uh, the best for all our listeners. Yeah. And we uh, will try to entertain and inform and have some fun on a Friday. Yeah. Uh, and, and I need yeah. to mention, too, speaking of, of businesses, uh, local businesses, of course, our friend Tom is going to be on the show uh, throughout the show today. Tom from the warehouse is uh, there doing their best to, to adjust and, uh, and serve their customers just kind of like we are, Gordon. So Tom's going to be on with us a couple times an hour. And, of course, 86 East University Parkway there in Orem or in Salt Lake, 1967 South, 300 West. Still prices so low it'll blow your mind we've got a, a list today yeah gordon yes we do very nice so we'll get to that coming up here momentarily howard beck is uh, is going to join us at the top of the four o'clock hours we'll still uh, we'll still continue on with the nba daily assist and uh check in with howard at four and then at five uh dan Lohman is going to join us he is the director of the uh, documentary on hot rod hunley uh, the crown prince of basketball, uh, Hots passed away, unfortunately, five years ago today. So, uh, excuse me, the, it's the clown prince of basketball. I don't know. I didn't get that right. I apologize. But anyway, Dan is going to join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Pretty crazy that that was five years ago already, Gordon. We're talking about yes. time passing slowly. Mm-hmm. It, it, that does not seem like that long ago. So uh, it'll be fun to talk to Dan coming up at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. Well, uh, all right. Well, let's get going. Are you ready? All right. Yes. Uh, Austin, uh, let's get to Gordon's list. And now, another look into the mind of Gordon Monson. I know. We're all terrified. Let's just try to get through this together. This is Gordon's List on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Previously on Gordon's List. I would swear my my uh, my fortune. I will get a Lakers tattoo on my forehead. If you really brought the check out and was right there in front of me and you had to put in the number, I would say that's a lot of zeros. It's good to be rich. L-A-K-E-R-S. After the recession, I dropped 90 mil. Well, I've recouped that and doubled it. You can't play basketball in, in, in your underwear. So I'm up to half a billion now. You don't want to be bouncing javelins off people's mouths. It's good to have a, a big stash of money. I got less time than I got money. So I got to burn through this, man. Come on, let's do it. It's expensive being rich. Gordon's List, brought to you by Tim Daly Nissan each and every week. Gordon, uh, let's get to the list, shall we? What are you doing with javelins there? Huh? Let, me, let me just uh, comment that uh, all that stuff that was just you just heard was taken out of context. All of it. All of it. All of it. Okay. Taken out of context. Completely Just out of context. I want to make that completely clear. I see. You know, you, you mentioned that uh, today is uh, the five years since uh, since uh, Hot Rod passed away. Well, let me give you some other historical data on today, all right? I'll give you four, all right? Because I got a whole bunch of them, right. but I'll just do four. In 1794, the U.S. Congress authorized the creation of the U.S. Navy on this day. Wow. Okay. In 1836, the first Mormon temple was dedicated in Kirtland, Ohio. All right. Let's see. What else we got here? Uh, Let's see. In 2007, NFL owners voted to make instant replay a permanent officiating tool. That was a dark day. 
You didn't like that one, huh? Oh, it just takes forever. And then it just seems like it's spread to all sports. I know I'm in the minority on that one, but I just wish we'd go back to normal refereeing. They screwed and this it up one, anyway. Anyway, this sorry, one, go. This one in 1998, uh, and I don't know whether anybody at the station benefits from this little tidbit here, but uh, in the U.S., the FDA approved the prescription drug Viagra on this day. Mm. Yeah, I'm not surprised that, that that's something that you brought up. By the way, uh, Wasatch Medical Clinic, give Andrew uh, <laughs> Reinhardt a call if that Viagra isn't working anymore or has some <laughs> side effects that you're not really digging. 801-901-8000. 801-901-8000. Uh, Wasatch Medical Clinic. So but, really, Gordon found the that t- factoid about Viagra and then said, well, i got to cover this up with some other factoids. Right, so let's know. talk about the U.S. Navy. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened. I believe, no, I, actually, I agree. The, the U.S. Navy was the first one ah. I saw. Jake, are you becoming the official spokesperson for Wasatch Medical? <laughs> no, but oh, hey, they're okay. one of our, our great clients. And uh, right. yeah, we like Andrew. And folks are dealing with that out there, Gordon. What are you yeah. talking about? Don't be, don't, don't look at it like it's any kind of embarrassing thing just get it taken care of right. man and go on with your life that's, that's what, what we say that's what we say yeah, all right rudy gobert and donovan mitchell for that matter all the jazz cleared of coronavirus now it's great that that's that's probably the biggest news of the day right those guys are are uh, well donovan and rudy are now in the clear which is good and everybody else with the jazz probably can go start kind of living life again you know, uh, yeah. which is which is really good as we. However, now they now they fall into the same situation as uh, as everybody else, which is to be extremely careful and to keep your distance and to do all the things that that everyone is doing. However, there's this question as it pertains to Rudy and Donovan and and others. Once somebody has coronavirus, can they get it again? I don't think we know that entirely yet. Um, Experts or at least- are saying. Experts are saying that they are immune with some unknowns. For some treatments, in fact, doctors are taking antibodies from recovered folks who help treat those who are still sick. Hmm. That makes some sense, right? You would think? So, yeah, I guess they don't know everything on this, but they know some of it. And that part of it is, is kind of encouraging. Now, I don't know if it's a case of that you that you're immune i i think you're immune for a time i think that's what i read somewhere well and and one thing and we talked a lot about this yesterday but one thing about the social distancing part of the part of the goal again eradicating the virus is is not possible in in a short period of time but the 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 point of social distancing is to buy some time for a variety of things you know the, the the healthcare system that sort of thing but also treatments as they figure out what is effective and what is not at, at reducing the impact of the symptoms. You know, it seems like, uh, as you bring up, Gordon, you know, each passing day we're seeing at least some promising news about about something. You know, maybe not a solution to the problem, but the more time that we buy, maybe we lessen the impact because we figure out stuff like this that, uh, that can help. Uh, and maybe this works and maybe it doesn't, but the more time we buy, uh, the, the more... Mm, likely we are to to effectively strategize to keep everybody as safe as possible. Yes. And I think, you know, that's kind of a weird thing because weren't there some people like over in the U.K. that were saying, hey, one strategy would be the more people who get this, then they would be immune and then it would uh, snuff this thing out that way. The problem is that the toll is too high from here to there. 
Well, we'll see right? because there are there are countries. I think uh, Sweden, or it was either Sweden or Switzerland and Denmark, where they're basically taking that approach. Still, uh, the UK started taking that approach, and then they uh, switched drastically about a week ago. So there are still countries in Europe that are that are trying that approach. Well, I mean, you saw today the second Utah has passed away, a woman who's under the age of 60. So, I mean, it's it's too, that to me is too much of a crapshoot. You know, I will never give in to saying, all right, look, it's just human lives, uh, you know, get the economy going again, all that. So, man, we got to be much more sensitive about it and and hopefully uh, some some more practical means will be in place to be able to get it uh uh, subsided, I guess, uh, if not controlled completely. Yeah, I, uh, we need to strategize as best we can because there are, you know, consequences to the other side too. You know, if if people can't feed themselves, there's there's deaths there as well. That's why this is such a scary situation, Gordon. You know, and why we're we're excited that that we can continue to do what we do. I wonder if Rudy and Donovan, when they when they are out and about, say they go to the store or something. You know, normally when they would do that, I imagine that a lot of people are respectful of their personal space and whatnot. But given this environment in which we're operating now, I wonder if people would sort of stay away from a little bit. I think everybody's trying to stay away a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Smart thing to do. One thing that we know about coronavirus, it doesn't care how famous you are, how rich you are, how prominent you are. Or how uh, you know less than prominent you are? What it doesn't a skill. seem like it's yeah yeah, yeah right. it's it's uh, it's non discriminatory in that way. Do you see that Davis Love the Third his house burned down this morning? No. Did you see the video on it? You didn't see it? No, I did not. Uh, a, a fire is scary, man. That whole thing burned to the ground. I watched the video. It scared me, but everybody got out. Everybody got out, which is which is nice. But, uh, man, I'll tell you, that's, uh, fire is, is uh, not to be uh, trifled with. The late James Gandolfino. Uh, Gandolfini? Gandolfini, sorry. Uh, he, did you see this story? He nearly replaced Steve Carell in the office after season seven. Uh, I did see that. Uh, I, How get- do you think that would have gone? Fine, Gandolfini was a uh, good actor. He got a little typecast after The Sopranos, but he was he was afraid a, of him. He was a good actor, though. I bet he would have been. Yeah. I bet he would have been good. That would have been interesting to see how that would have worked. You know, speaking of uh, coronavirus in India, if you go out, did you see the police officers are now hitting people with big red sticks? No, that doesn't sound good, though. Yeah, they're like uh, just whopping them. If they see you on the street, they ride up on their little mopeds or motorcycles and just smack you. That that seems terrible. Why are they doing what? What, why, what happened to, you know, talking to people? <laughs> I guess different cultures do things differently. What happened? No, uh, just, hey, what are you doing there? You know, communi- stick. communicating. Yeah, I don't think that doesn't sound necessary. Uh, by the way, who I mean, who manufactures sticks like that that you can hit people with? Uh, That's a direct purpose. I say stick, but this isn't like off the branch of a tree or something. This looks like some device that has been manufactured solely for this purpose. 
You know, uh, this was years ago when Tony and I were uh, were doing the show together. We found a a story, Gordon, that um, it was a report of how many bat the like how many bats Louisville Slugger sold in Russia in one year, and it, it was something you know like a hundred thousand bats or something like that. It was you know, you know you go all right, and then you you compare that to the number of baseballs that were sold in Russia over the same period of time, and it was like one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like one baseball really? sold, but yet 100,000 Louisville Slugger bats, you know? You think it was for protection? I'm guessing it's not for baseball. Well, you only need one one ball per for, game. For everyone, whole, everyone needs their own bat. 100,000 yeah. bats? Yeah, yeah. yeah right. One ball? Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. I, don't, I don't think they're playing much baseball. Not a lot of fences there. to hit it over with in yeah. Russia, yeah. Have, no. you ever, have you ever hit a ball other than a, a baseball? With a bat, yeah, I was uh, riding my bike by the the little league field one time, and my buddies they needed an extra player, and I I walked up and left handed, right over the fence. <laughs> you know, imitation <laughs> is the greatest form of flattery. I don't know. I don't know if that greatest. was imitation, really. I don't. I don't know. What, yeah, what was yeah, it? Yeah, it was. That was. That was more satire. No, imitation would have that, been. That, that was, yeah, I could have done my Gordon imitation when I did it. Mine was absolutely <laughs> factual. Uh, have you hit a golf ball with a baseball bat before? I have. Uh-huh. Oh, man, those things really rock it, don't they? Or a tennis ball. Uh-huh. They don't rock it as much. Yeah, but they still go. Should we man, get into the go. into the physics of it all? <laughs> Can you explain it, <laughs> Mr. Anyone Science? have John Brinkus' number? <laughs> <laughs> when you guys were in school, did you buy school lunch or did you brown bag it? I was a school lunch kid. You were? I was. Was it was straight through high school? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Was the food any good? No. At Skyline High School? No, it was It was not. I don't know. What? How not it at is all? Cur- I don't know how it is currently, but back then, no. It was, it was just dreadful. Awesome. What'd you do? Uh, in junior high, I went, uh, I went home for lunch every day. I, my, house li- my house was like uh, 50 yards from the school. Wait, you had an open campus in junior high school? I think he just did it. You snuck out? No, it's, uh, it was not an open campus. In fact, I had to get special permission from the, the truancy officer so I could go do it. So. Why, would you, why were you looking to be an exception? Uh, because my parents wanted to save money. <laughs> yeah, but... Because that, that 35 cents a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, would you rather eat 35 cents slop or go home for home cooking every oh, day? Way, huh? way rather go home. Yeah. Home yeah. cooking? I mean, do you, did you actually come home and get home cooking? Did you come home and eat the same sandwich that you would have had in a brown bag had you taken it with no, you? No. In fact, I came home and made whatever I felt like making. Sometimes it was uh, scrambled eggs for lunch. Who doesn't like that? What are you, the galloping gourmet? You came home from lunch in junior high school and whipped up your own sort of masterpiece? Uh-huh. Yep. 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 Which probably cost way more than the thirty-five cents <laughs> cost. But it wasn't school lunch. True. So I win. I, I, I agree. I, I, t- I told you guys, man. We used to, I used to see guys all the time who would take their lunch money. And you're right. You said thirty-five cents. That was that's what it was back in my day. Like thirty-five cents, you know. To, for and, and then they would buy like the tasty cakes that I've told you guys about instead. You know, instead of the lunch, lunch. All right. I don't know. Yeah, that probably happened. Uh, all right, Gordon, we'll get to more of your list coming up right, 
right around the corner. But joining us now, of course, he is our good friend from the warehouse. He is Tom with us, 86 East University Parkway, 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Tom, first and foremost, how are you, my friend? Everything is good. You guys doing all right? Holding up down there? Still uh, still uh, helping out our uh, listeners and customers? We are doing everything we can to fight through the challenges of uh, the current world situation. And uh, we decided that we wanted to take an absolute positive spin for uh, the next couple of days. And Jake and Gordon, we've done this a lot. And we've done this for uh, a few years now. And I'm going to do a couple of things that we've even discussed that people do uh, that is just irrational. And that is go get six, 48 months financing and pay them an extra 20%. So what we decided to do is, and we're going to do for any of our customers, because the cash flow situation right now is a little bit dangerous. Uh, we don't want to take all of our savings to buy the new couch that you need or to buy the new bed that you need. So I've worked out with our finance company that I can offer at our normal discounted prices, 24 months, no interest, same as cash, wow. on any deal over 800 bucks. Wow! So if you can believe it, we're going to give you the best price. And I have deals. Uh, I decided that People aren't out thinking about going to buy new furniture. They're thinking about going to the grocery store and getting extra groceries in case they get stuck in their house. So we have to give you a reason to come and see us. And I'm going to do some deals today that I've never done. How about bunk beds for 129 instead of 199 Wow! Bunk beds are a commodity. They never go on sale. How about I have a sectional, and I, it's either I have left hand and I have right hand. It's a charcoal gray sectional with a chase, your choice, left or right, with a storage ottoman. It's normally ten ninety nine on our best deal. I'm going to do that for six ninety nine. Normally the sectional would be seven ninety nine. The ottoman would be two ninety nine because it's a storage ottoman. How about the whole setup? for six ninety nine, And then I have to mention this because we have had a lot of people, well, our business is substantially down. We talked last week about how local businesses need support. We need support, but we've had a few people come in this week to buy some adjustable beds, and I'm going to do deals that I've never, Jake, have you ever heard this before? Better deal than I've ever done? I don't think so, Tom. You're out doing yourself, my man. Uh, and I love it. I love it that you're still doing it. And that 24 months is awesome. It, it's incredible. Well, I have a queen adjustable bed, including the mattress, and we are the lowest price in the country at $499. i am going to do it for $399. I've got an upgraded mattress for 50 bucks more. I'll do it for $449. And the one that we're normally $699, I'm going to do it for $499. Wow. I'm going to do, and this is a deal I've done on Cal Kings one time. I have two King adjust, I only have two King adjustable beds. This is a split King 
these are wired remotes, and there's an advantage to a wired remote. You don't have to lose. You, you don't have to worry about losing your remote. This is split king, so you can have your head up watching TV while your wife is sleeping. The entire setup for fourteen ninety nine. The cheapest we've ever done a king was seventeen ninety nine. I'm blowing that out three hundred bucks cheaper at fourteen ninety nine. Now there's only two, and you have to come to Orem to get that one. Twenty four months, same as cash. Any purchase over eight hundred bucks. That's where we're going to start for today, and I'm going to give you deals all day that gives you a reason to come and see us because we need your help. All right, Tom, put a smile on my face. Give me a boom. Boom. My man. Thanks, Tom. We'll catch up with you a little later on in the show. 86 East University Parkway, right there in Orem, 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Take advantage. If you've been thinking about getting new furniture or new mattress, now is the time. Check them out at the warehouse. All right, we'll have more of Gordon's List coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Show Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us a part of your day. We greatly appreciate it. Let's continue on with Gordon's list from my good friend Gordon Monson. Gordo, where? Uh, what's next? Did you see the story that Kurt Herbstreit was essentially saying that he'd be shocked if the college football season happens? Uh, I did see that, yeah. That's not exactly good news, and he doesn't know. He's just going off of the same information that the rest of us are looking at from on a day-to-day basis. But he brings up some interesting points. Uh, Austin was telling me uh, that on a state-by-state breakdown that they expect the hospitalizations in the state of Utah to peak what, Austin, the last week of April? Is that what it was? Uh, this is a group of scientists at the University of Washington – doing these projections and they've got a map you can search uh, for it on social media and it's the 21st through 28th is when they expect the hospitalizations to peak in the state of utah again this is a group of university of washington scientists so i wonder at one point once once the thing peaks on the downside of that hill at what point does it become okay to open things up again so as to not make it peak again jake yeah and you know i kirk herbstreet is is paid to give his opinion on college football and i i don't know you know how well sourced his particular opinion is and i i hope people treat it as that you know mark we talked about mark cuban uh the other day and his his thoughts on the nba and and just treat that as as these folks opinion you know that's a that's a university of washington um uh, study or I guess uh, model uh, that Austin and, and that you were talking about, but the but the you know it, this worry nobody knows. No, <laughs> Gordon, you know what I mean. Nobody yeah. nobody has any idea. Well, that's not true because you know these models. I hope are based off of somebody's you know informed idea. But the the truth, I mean, we saw that uh, that report in in England where it went from they projected five hundred thousand deaths in England to less than 20,000, the same model, and that yeah. was days apart. 
I mean, so it, things change, which is why, and I've said this a bunch, but I, I'm so appreciative of the the communication that our, particularly our state, where they're they're doing these announcements and these press conferences one o'clock every day. You know, keep the communication uh, really up because it. Nobody knows. And we're just trying to follow each little bit of data and information that we get. And so when talking about Kurt, uh, Kurt's uh, opinion, I think we, we need to emphasize that it is just that. And he's paid to give his opinion on college football. But, you know, he probably doesn't know any more or less than you do, Gordon. And, and of course, you wrote that, that column about the, uh, the NBA yesterday. And that's your opinion on what you're digesting. And that's really all we've got right now is our, our opinions and what we think based on what we know, because the truth is nobody knows really anything. Can't argue that. I mean, we are blazing a new trail here, so we'll see. As time goes by, have you seen the, that uh, that some folks, you can take virtual trips at home. Those of you who are home with your kids and uh, maybe they're going bonkers or whatever, you can take a virtual trip uh, to, say, uh, the zoo. That's pretty Something cool. Along those we, yeah. we, ju- we just did this the other night. We went on three rides at Disneyland. Oh, that's pretty YouTube. awesome. First video, did first really? hand shooting. Yeah. yeah well, they, did, did they just have a camera that was uh, making yeah. you feel as though you were on board? Yeah, someone riding the ride has a camera strapped to their chest or on the brim of their hat, and so it's a first-person view. Uh, the, the, the shooting angle is first person, and so you get to ride on the ride. They even have you waiting in line, which I was – we just fast-forwarded <laughs> through that, obviously. But. Fast track, huh? Yeah. It was good. The, the daughter really enjoyed it. Huh. LeVar Ball, fellas, says, says the big baller brand is worth more than $1 billion. Mm-hmm. Going to just say I, I doubt that. I, Do you I, know anybody who wears big baller shoes? No, but I kind of want a pair. Of course you do. <laughs> and I'm not even I'm not a shoe person by any means. I just want to walk around and tell people I own and I'm wearing big ballers. Kind of like uh you with your your Jordans there Gordon. Uh yeah, I, I well, want big baller brand shoes that I can tell everybody about. See, those of us who make a living telling true stories, people like Lavar who constantly stretch the truth is just aggravating to us. Aggravate. That's a that's a great question. What has more credibility, Levar, Levar Ball or Gordon's stories? Oh man, that just hurts me. That just cuts right to the quick. <laughs> I love your stories, Gordon. Please tell another. Man, I hate could, that if you, drop. If you could have any shoes, which ones would you want? What what pair of shoes, especially sports type shoes, do you not have that you wish you did? Wait, uh, I I. My honest answer is I, I don't really have I, I nothing comes to mind because I'm I'm not a shoe person. But what were uh, what was uh, Lonzo Ball's first edition of those big baller brands? What were those called, Austin? Uh, I don't know. I have, I don't know. I'll have to Google it. Well, I, I suppose I could Google it. But there's my answer, Gordon. The shoes I want, I already have. So now you're just uh, taking that question as a chance to brag about your shoes. <laughs> Uh, the Zo Two, Z O Two. Zo Two, yeah. No, okay. The wait. base price was four ninety five. Ridiculous. Oh, wait, Come wait. On. I no, I have, a, I have an answer for you, actually, Gordon. I take that back. I have an answer for you. Back when I was a kid, I had. Uh, do you remember Andre Agassi's Challenger Court line of apparel? The one with all the fluorescent colors. Yeah, on it? yeah, yeah. And it had the, uh, you know, his his 
his pants or his shorts had the tights underneath that were fluorescent. You remember yes. all that stuff? Yeah. I had uh-huh. a pair of those Challenger Court shoes. I would love to have another pair of those. There's my uh, answer. Were you shocked to find out the, uh, that Andre Agassi was wearing a wig? No, no. I mean, especially if you go back and look at some of the pictures and stuff like that, it should have been way more obvious than it than it was. Hmm. Are, are you surprised? Like- I was more surprised that he, he did meth. <laughs> did oh, you see, read, I was less did, surprised did, by that. Did you read the book open? Did you read it? No, I did not, but uh, uh, I, I read it about pretty it. Good. Yeah. I'm sure it was. I'm sure he lived an interesting life told the truth about it. I had the chance to uh, to meet uh, Andre Agassi uh, as a part of the uh, the state, sp- state of Sports Awards when he was here. Uh, had my picture taken with him. And, uh, interesting, interesting, great tennis player, no doubt about it. And when he was growing up, Jake, you might, I don't know, I guess this was so far before your time, but he used to travel initially in some of those same uh, regional tournaments around here that a lot of the kids, the local kids here, play in. And he was, as you might imagine, fairly dominant. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would think dominant. so. Yeah, he grew up in uh, Vegas, right? right? Grew up playing, uh, learned to play tennis at Caesars Palace, I believe, those uh, courts that used to be there. Yeah, he uh, had terrific timing, that was for sure. And I talked to some people who uh, who were kids at the same age he was, and they talked about their matches against him. Can you imagine playing somebody in a junior sport? And it, it, it's like going up against, um, you know, say uh, LeBron James or something. Or in some cases, you don't know somebody's, you know, what their fate is going to be or how great they're going to become. But that would have been that would have been pretty cool to be able to say, oh yeah, you know, I took a set from Andre back in the day. You know, it's probably yeah. how the the kids you grew up with and playing hockey feel about you. <laughs> my, I'm not me, but my kids did play some uh, junior players that ended up turning pro. But uh, anyway, uh, pretty cool stuff. Oh, you shared the ice with Matson. Yeah, I don't think that's been happening much. But uh, uh, <laughs> you, you've been telling us for years about your storied hockey career, Jake. We're uh, we're working with limited information uh, that's been truncated. But as of right now, if you were to pick a starter at quarterback for both the Utes and the Cougars, I think I know who you're going to say. But who would you who would you go with at this point, Wilson? For the the reasons we talked about the other day, yeah, um, and then Bentley for sure, just because of his experience. Um, well, no, because Andy Ludwig didn't recruit him to you know sit. So we're back to that again. Yeah, he didn't come to Utah to signal in plays. What if he's not as good as the other guy? Well, I I think Andy is pretty. Um, certain about how good he is, and that's probably why he recruited him. All right. Uh, I like to think that it's a little more open than that. You <laughs> you make it sound like it's open and shut. Well, you you said something interesting there. Like, what if he doesn't turn out to be as good or as good? It's the advantage of bringing in an upperclassman like that in a transfer, right? Is is you should be pretty certain exactly what you're going to get. Whereas with somebody like Rising, who you're developing, uh, I would assume that that. Yeah, you know, I mean, maybe that's the great caveat in all this, Gordon. If if Rising absolutely leaves Bentley in the dust and improved leaps and bounds over the past calendar year. Maybe that's, maybe that's where Bentley doesn't get the start, but 
I, I'm assuming that Bentley's way ahead because they know exactly what they're getting uh, with him. In this day and age, uh, you got to have two. You got to. That's true. No, that's definitely. Just, I mean, some some quarterbacks, some teams are extremely fortunate to be able to make it through a season with one guy, but it seems like the odds are against that. Would you disagree, though, uh, with uh, I know how you feel about Zach Wilson. Uh, we, we agree on that one. What about Utah? Uh, I, look, you, you have hammered me so hard on this whole thing that it's made me think that perhaps you're right. That that uh, why else would Andy Ludwig bring this other kid in with just one year of eligibility left? You know that kid isn't coming, like you said, unless he's fairly certain. Uh, but nobody is absolutely certain. You know he still he must know that he has to go out and perform and earn that job still. Because uh, if I'm if I'm running a program and I bring a, a a player in at any position, but especially at quarterback. And the players, the rest of the players are looking at the situation, and they, they know who the better player is usually. They already know. And so if a coach is playing favorites just because of some predisposition on his part, the, the players are going to know that. And if they know that and they think the best guy isn't playing, you're going to lose them. Isn't that kind of what happened with Jake Heaps and Riley Nelson? That team split because... Uh, I don't know, part of the team thought that Riley was the guy and the other part of the team thought Heaps was the guy. Wasn't that kind of an issue in that era? Just an example of what you're talking about. It may have been. I think there might have been some personality flaws involved in that whole thing, too. Kind of like this show? How so? Personality flaws, I don't know. Self-deprecating humor, I don't know. Jeez. You mean like, you know... Jeez, you know, I'm just trying what, to keep it light, what, you know? What I was referring to, Jake, was... I mean, what do you do if a team likes one player better than the other, but he's not necessarily better on the field? Well, that's the coach's job, right? Is to to make the team understand what's best for the team? It's not a popularity contest, you know? Right. The, somebody's got to make those hard decisions. And and uh, what? who was the president? The buck stops here. I mean, somebody's, somebody's got to be. Truman, wasn't it? Yeah, was it Truman? I think it was Truman. Somebody's got to decide what's best. Uh, for the team going forward, and you just hope you have the right person uh, in place to make those decisions, because that's what Cause, you, you run the risk. And it's not a popularity contest, so just who's popular in the in the locker room certainly doesn't uh, make the whole decision, right? If it's even close, you know how the psyche is of these players. They all think that they should be on the field. Yep. You know, yep. I mean, uh, when it comes to themselves, sometimes they're blinded by that. I think when they're looking at other players, it's usually fairly clear to them who looks like the better, the better player. Hmm. But for the player himself, there's so many times, and maybe this is a good thing, because guys have to think that way in order to play at their best, right? If they're out there, you know, double clutching and, and thinking, man, uh, do I really deserve this? Then, uh, then you're going to have some trouble especially at the quarterback position. So this thing, if college football does happen this fall on time, it is going to be so interesting to see how this this plays out, especially in a situation like they have at Utah where they're replacing so much talent from last year. So much of that talent's headed to the NFL. What is that team going to look like? Are the Utes to the point now where that program really does reload like some teams in the SEC? Is their pipeline so full 
that they can just bring guys along because they've already been prepping some of these guys who didn't see as much playing time. Uh, I, I think Kyle Whittingham probably has in his eye, mind's eye some some idea of, of who, at least who the top two, the, the ones in the twos are heading in to whatever comes next. All right, Gordon. Don't you? Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. Um, we need now. We're we're kind of doing a special feature across the station. Uh, we're call, calling it Partner Profiles, and we're going to start that right now here on the Big Show. In fact, we have a fancy, fancy open. Austin, hit it. It's time to showcase those that are helping all of us through these difficult times. This is a Partner Profile on the Zone Sports Network. All right, joining us now on the Sprint special guest line, he is the owner of Cafe Rio, Todd Smith, with us here on the big show. First of all, Todd, thank you very much for jumping on with us. We really appreciate it. How are you? And uh, hopefully you and your family are doing well. Uh, we're Thank you, Jay, for having us on first. And we're doing, I guess, as well as could be expected. You know, family's healthy, and uh, we're out here uh, trying to serve the great people of Utah. So, Todd, can you hear me all right? I can hear you great, yeah, Gordon. I just want you to know that my family, I think, has kept your entire franchise in business for since the beginning. <laughs> you know, they, I, I, I had a daughter who moved away to Minnesota. Austin, I never have talked about her in Minnesota, have I? I ever mentioned that? Well, we'll see if it happens. I, 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 I don't. If you're, I, my daughter lives in Minnesota. I'm really glad I brought that up. But anyway, she used the first thing she would do, Todd, when she came back to visit in Utah, straight to Cafe Rio. Every time. Straight there. Well, she's got some big fans. You got that some just means she's fans. our favorite mom. <laughs> They're all like that, we though. That. We love it. Thank you. Well, Todd, let's let's talk about what you guys are doing. And, and Gordon and I have talked a lot about it on the show. Pretty amazing how local businesses around here are adapting to to continue to serve the community in these un, you know unprecedented times. Let's talk about what's going on at Cafe Rio. Yeah, absolutely. You know, uh, with everything that has happened, we've actually we've actually sort of crunched to add. Uh, kind of three new features uh, to be able to serve our customers. Um, and those are kind of the best ways uh, to even get Cafe Rio right now. The first is curbside pickup. Um, so we are all, first I'll say that all of our stores are open uh, right now in the state of Utah. So we are here to serve our customers however we can. Obviously, dining rooms are closed right now, which makes it a little bit trickier. So the first is uh, curbside pickup. You can do that either online or through our mobile app. Uh, the mobile app is actually the best way because you can use the uh, the loyalty points that we know so many of our customers love. And you can save your favorite order and just reorder it with a t- single touch of a button uh, when you come back. That's available at all of our stores in Utah. You just order online. You come at the designated time, and one of our associates will bring it right to your car door. Uh, and then the new one that we just added this week is what we're calling front door service, uh, which is if you'd rather not mess with uh, technology at all, uh, you can come directly to any of our Utah locations. We'll take your order right at the curb. We'll make it and deliver it right back to your car door. Of course, within the safe, uh, social distancing uh, distance, wherever that is, six feet, I guess, uh, make sure it's safe for you guys, um, and we can get it that way. And then the third is through delivery. Uh, we're, we're on DoorDash. We're on Postmates. We have um, an offer of free delivery on every order for the end of April. So any customer who wants to get it uh, delivered to their door with DoorDash or Postmates, we're also there and making sure that uh, you can get your, your Cafe Real favorites um, anywhere you can get them. 
You know, you mentioned all your locations still open and you have so many locations up and down the Wasatch Front and employ, you know, so many people in our community. I've got to imagine it's taken a lot of effort from all of your employees to adapt and to implement these cool things to continue to to serve our community. Yeah, it's actually, you know, it's taken a huge effort uh, from our employees at the at each store level because we've had to completely change the way that we serve customers. And, you know, one thing that I'll say that's not even not even specific to Cafe Rio, that's just for Utah restaurants in general, and because, you know, we're, we're fortunate to be one of the Utah originals and we have, a you know, a lot of stores on the Wasatch Front and, and a lot of loyal customers like Gordon mentioned. You know, we're, we're partners and neighbors with so many restaurateurs in the state who are really struggling right now and really need the support of everybody in the state. So, you know, one thing I just wanted to make mention of is, although you hear a lot of stuff, you know, the CDC, the USDA, medical experts have said there's zero evidence that coronavirus is spread via food, and there's been zero reported cases of someone catching coronavirus from food that they ate anywhere in the world. Restaurants are absolutely safe. Um, I know ours are safe. We have tripled and quadrupled um, our cleaning and our sanitizing efforts in our restaurants. And I know, you know, the other restaurateurs that I know in the state have done the same thing, and so. You know, what I would say is we, we have been fortunate to have wonderful customers in the state of Utah. And, you know, whether you're a Cafe Real person or you're a fan of another brand, go out and support those restaurateurs because they can really use it right now. They're doing everything they can to stay open, to keep their employees uh, employed, and to serve the great people of Utah. Todd, real quick before we uh, well, before we let you go, and this is totally just a curiosity question, but as the owner of Cafe Rio, what is your favorite menu item? <laughs> well, my my very favorite mem- menu item is a sweet pork burrito with black beans and mild sauce enchilada style. It always has been. It's it's my my sort of my go to. We have a ton of great things, but that's yeah, that's it. And, and we've actually seen a lot more sweet pork ordered recently. Maybe it's I guess it's our version of comfort food or something like that. But that's my go to. Todd, uh, just real quick, what's your best guess? How many people you employ? Oh gosh, uh, across the country, we probably employ around three thousand. Uh, we're in 12 states. We have 136 stores, um, and we've got right now around about that 3,000 ballpark. So, you know, we're, we're fortunate to employ a lot of folks. Well, hey, thank as many of those as you can for us here in the big show and our listeners, and uh, keep up the good work, Todd. Thank you so much for jumping on with us. Thank you for having us on. We really appreciate you guys. We appreciate you. Thanks, Todd. That's Todd Smith, owner of Cafe Rio, and we're going to do some of these partner profiles where we just want to get out the, you know, the word, what, what businesses, local businesses in particular, are, are doing to adapt to these times and continue to serve our community. And, you know, it's important uh, that, of course, we safely continue to operate as much as we can. All right, we'll have more Gordon's List coming up next. Howard Beck, top of the 4 o'clock hour. Stay tuned, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Drive through for your new favorites, like the breakfast baconator, frosty chino, and honey butter chicken biscuit. Or get them delivered with Grubhub and Postmates. Order by 10 a.m. No delivery fee. Minimum $10 order. Offer ends 4-6. Delivery available at participating Wendy's. Third-party service fees may apply. See Grubhub and Postmates for details. Utah's most listened to sports radio afternoon show. This is The Big Show with Gordon Monson and Jake Scott. Sponsored by Mountain America Credit Union. Guiding members forward for over 80 years. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.
Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, stay tuned. We're going to do our moments of madness a little bit later on in the show. We wanted uh, to, uh, we got a little bit behind there in the last segment. So we've got Howard Beck coming up next uh, from the Bleacher Report, your NBA daily assist. So stay tuned for that. And Howard is, is uh, his home is in New York. So we'll ask him how things are there in the Big Apple, kind of, uh, kind of the center of things as far as the uh, the pandemic in this country. So we'll talk to Howard coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned for that. But joining us now, of course, our good friend Tom from the Warehouse, 86 East University Parkway down there in Orem and Salt Lake, 1967 South, 300 West. And I know it's tough times, Tom, but if folks out there are thinking of getting new furniture, or you talked about the sectional or an adjustable bed or, you know, what you're doing right now, now is the time with the financing and the deals. Well, more importantly, the challenges have to be overcome, and the small businesses, you read these reports that uh, restaurants are just dying. Well, the small business in general that's not a necessity is really getting hammered. So we're going to do our very best to give you an incentive to come and see us, and we're going to help you because we know this is not going to last we know it's going to be over, so why not help us, and we'll give you the best deal that we've ever done. And, and I'm going to extend that to everything in this store. You need something, you come and see us, we will take care of you. And, Jake, I'm just going to blow deals over deals over deals Love today. It. Let's do it. How about a, key, a California King? I've got uh, two models to choose from. I've got stacks of them. They're normally, our competitor is $599. You know I have them marked for $199. I'm going to take another $50 off. This is a headboard, footboard, and rails. Heavy-duty wrought iron made by Liggett and Platt for $149 for a cow king. I've got a couple of models of kings. They cost a little bit more. We're going to do it for $159. I've got fools. I've got queens. You come in here, and every bed that I have in stock, I'm going to be 70 to 80% off. Wow. It's incredible deals. And then mattresses. We talked a lot about mattresses. I've got twin mattresses that most people are $199. I'm going to do them at $99. bucks. i have got the bunk beds. I've got – I ordered at the furniture show the last week of January a big deal of bunk beds. Well, they've come in, and bunk beds is a Utah commodity. I'm doing a metal – twin over twin, and I have multiple colors to choose from, $129. If you want wood, I've got wood. They're normally, our competitors like $499 for the hardwood ones. I have hardwood twin over twin bunk beds that I'm going to blow out at $199, four colors to choose from. I've got twin over fools. We're going to do them for $229. That's that's insane, Jake. But we have to because we have to survive. And then, Jake, you know I bought five truckloads of adjustable beds. If you need a mattress, this is something I've never heard of. You need a mattress come in here, I'm going to sell you an adjustable bed cheaper than you can buy 
the mattress. I've got a queen head up. We're normally four ninety nine, which is the lowest price in the country. That's an adjustable motorized bed queen, including the mattress, three hundred ninety nine dollars. I have a nicer mattress for fifty bucks more, and I have a nicer mattress. The mattress is normally eight ninety nine. I'm going to give it to you with the adjustable bed for four hundred and ninety nine dollars. I've got the king deal, and this is the last deal I'll mention this break. King head up, foot up, adjustable bed with a mattress. I have three mattresses to choose from, eight ninety nine. If you want the nicer gel infused memory foam, the mattress is normally seventeen ninety nine. How about the entire package for nine ninety nine? And then don't forget, any purchase over eight hundred bucks, I can give you two years. Same as cash, thanks to City. But Citibank is giving us an incentive where I'm passing it straight on to our customer. Come and see us. We're in Salt Lake and in Orem, the warehouse. Jake, you better do the address. 86 East University Parkway in Orem, 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. Tom, thank you very much. Bye-bye. There's our guy Tom from the warehouse. Take care of him. 86 East University Parkway, 1967 South, 300 West in Salt Lake. He'll take care of you for sure. All right, we'll have uh, Howard back coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.